you guys are so fast. <laughs> Hi, Hanny. Hi, Chill Jelly. Hi, Bam Bam. Hanny is a winner. <laughs> oh, hold on a second, Aaron. Uh, I think I got gotcha. you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get this um, greeting out of the way. Hello, welcome to the Dina Joe podcast. I am DJ Dina Joe, your friend coming to you from the Mile High City, colorful Colorado. Thank you so much for joining my show today. You all are the best. If you're listening on the download, thank you and hit that follow button. Boy, that's loud. There we go. Hit that follow button <laughs> so you can join us live same time. I'm the best people in the chat. I'm here on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 7.45 Mountain Standard Time. Um, thank you for your love, support, likes, shares, and downloads. Hi, Amol. Amol. <laughs> Welcome. Good to see you. All right. We have Aaron here today, going to go over his sports for the week. Um, I'm going to get straight into um, the uh, weather to go over um, today in uh, Denver. It is, where is my weather? Oh, well, it is August 4th, Friday, August 4th. Um, it's 59 and sunny here. Um, and we're expecting sunny skies, high of 87. Oh, and with the programming, um, Today is going to be alternative hits, um, and then on Monday, I'm going to start double play. Two of each artist um, will play um, on Monday, and then Wednesday, we're going to do the soundtrack, starting Dark Shadow movie soundtrack. I'm going to do that one, and then Friday will always be kind of some dance, upbeat kind of um, music. Um, we'll always have the trending and um, all that kind of good stuff. Um, except for on Fridays. Hi, TQ. How are you? When Aaron um, goes over his sports. So I'm in Welland, Ontario, 70 and sunny. Expect sunny skies high of 80. It's going to be very humid again. Um, BP in Elwood, Pennsylvania. I don't see BP in here. He might be sleeping. Um, 70 and sunny, mostly sunny skies. And for my beautiful girls in Arizona, Tucson, um, 79 and sunny. Again, dang dangerously hot conditions, 105 to 113 expected. Phoenix, same thing, only they're 85 and sunny right now. Um, 109 to 115. Dang. <laughs> I hope you're well, TQ. Um, and I guess there's a hurricane or Hurricane Dora, which cracked me up because beans and weenies. <laughs> um, uh, I'm trying to think of um, which one was it, but he couldn't remember my name for the, when they first came around. And, and he always would call me Dora. I'm like, are you kidding me? Of all the names, you're going to call me Dora? <laughs> he would always call me Dora. Hi, BP. So Dora, um, it's off the coast of um, Mexico. And um, today, if any of you all are buying any national parks or planning to go to a national park, it's free today. It's the Great American Outdoor. 
um, August 4th. So you can get in. If you wait in line long enough, you can get in to go to um, to uh, the national parks. All right. So now I'm going to get on with um, the word of the day and encouragement and all that good stuff that I do every day. Um, and today, the day, the, today, the word is um, failure. And some people think that um, failure is a bad thing. I don't believe that it is. Um, now I can't hear the music at all. There it is. I'm like, where is the music? There's been, it's odd. It's really weird. It's very touching. So failure. Um, an unsuccessful person thing is what failure is uh, described as but quotes um failure is simply the opportunity to begin again this time more intelligently <laughs> i thought that one was funny and that's by henry ford um another one is what would you try um no that's i'm sorry this is the beginning of what i want to talk about failure what would you try if there was no chance of failure if you there, there was no chance that you would have failed and why? Why are you waiting? You know, why are you afraid? You're gonna fail. Failure isn't bad. No, um, I don't think it is a bad thing whatsoever. Um, what exactly does failure mean? Um, a lack of success, falling short, but we're back to square one. If failure is a lack of success, how do you define success? Failure and success, I believe, go hand in hand. Can't talk about failure without talking about success. This industry, vice versa. To a lot of people, failure is seen as a lack of success when really it's the perfect counterbalance. No matter who you are or where you are in life, you've experienced failure. There's been a time when something you've tried didn't work out. You've had a plan um, that didn't materialize. And you gave it your all to a situation and the results weren't what they need to be. Everyone has kind of over, overcome personal or business failures. It's a given, but there's good things. Failure isn't fatal, people. The mistakes and bad decisions that make life go down the wrong path do not have to be your destiny. You have the ability to turn it around and head in a new direction. The challenge is not letting your disappointment, blame, anger, or bitterness keep you from doing what you need to get back on track. Thank you for the likes. How do you do that? Um, learn from your lesson. Ask yourself what you've learned from your failures. Put the lessons together and avoid repeating it in the future. Create new goals. Goals based on where you want to go, not on where you are now. Um, be willing to try again. That's the biggest thing. Put on your big girl panties and get out there and try again. Don't ever give up. Um, so, yeah, failure means you're taking risks. So if you're successful in everything, you probably aren't pushing yourself on your comfort zone. By learning to take risks and accepting the possibilities of failure, you may find that you identify more creative solutions for greatest, greater successes. So don't let what happened to you in your past keep you from taking action to create the future you want and deserve. So there, <laughs> you deserve happiness, all of you do. Um, so hi, Nancy. How are you? So um, don't let failures um, or anything that you, you know, mistakes uh, keep you from 
moving forward. All right, that's what I have. To, that's what I have to say. So now we're gonna get ready. And I hope his mic is working. Barely. Can you hear me now? Um, let me let me do this. Let's see if I can get you moved up. Okay, talk. Can you hear me now? Yep, we can hear you. All okay. right. Good job, Aaron. <laughs> Good job with the mic. Um, what do you want to start with today? Uh, I'm gonna start with WWE. I got the only uh, Friday Night SmackDown that I only watched this past week because of because uh -huh. tomorrow is SummerSlam. Oh. Oh, okay. So, Santos Escobar uh, beat his uh, beat Rey Mysterio in the United States Championship Invitational Finals, and now he's going to face uh, Austin Theory for the United States Championships a few, I think, a few weeks from now. Uh huh. L.A. Knight beat Ashanti from Hit Row, and this was pretty funny. I saw a clip of this on uh, YouTube. He's <laughs> He made fun of one of the people, the members of Hit Row. And he said, I didn't know Uncle Phil was a rapper. Uh, okay. One of the, one of the guys, he thought one of the guys looked like Uncle Phil from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Top dollar? Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's him. That's what BP saying. Yeah. It was, it was, it was pretty funny. Okay. And then LA Knight beat his mat, won his match against Ashanti of uh, Hit Row. Okay. Uh, Belair, Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair beat Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green in a tag team match. And Kyrian Cross beat Carl Anderson of the OC in a match. Hi, dude, John. Last one of the night, uh, Jay Uso, who's going to be taking on Roman Reigns. Uh huh. Universal Championship at SummerSlam tomorrow. Be Grayson Waller in the main event match. Now, is this SummerSlam one? Is it one you have to pay for? No, it's they're all these a lot these on Peacock. These are the Peacock ones now. They they're streaming on Peacock. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But if you don't have Peacock, then you have to. Yeah, you have to subscribe to get it. it. Gotcha. Well, I okay. know there was a time that I grew up in a time where you had to pay to get. To be able to watch those WWE events, yeah, that's what I. It was that's even that, or even the box, the big boxing matches too. All right, so that's coming tomorrow. Mm hmm. So I have my picks for SummerSlam. And talked about this. Yeah, go ahead. So, I think for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. I picked Jay Uso to upset Roman Reigns. You did. Mm-hmm. Okay. For the women's Is there a reason? Well, 
Rain, Roman Reigns has had one of the longest, not the longest, but one of the longest um, uh, title reigns in WWE. But I would, I would love to see an upset. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I went with Jay Uso, and then for the wimp, this one's a little different for the uh, for the women's championship. I said that. Uh, I said that uh, Charlotte Flair is going to win, but I believe that EO Sky should see she won Money in the Bank. She's going to cash in and try to take that championship. That's safe. So, so even though somebody can win, she can just cash in that little thing. Hi, Mama Bear. Um, yep. She can cash it in, and then all of a sudden she's the winner without even doing anything? If she wins, though. Oh, oh she has to win. Yeah, so I think she's going to cash it in and win. Okay. All right. If she hasn't know. done I so, already. I don't. I don't like um, that little one. <laughs> for the world heavyweight championship, I picked Seth Rollins over Finn Balor again. No, come on, Abs. <laughs> Is that your nickname for him? <laughs> yeah. Uh, come on, Finn Balor. Let's go. For the Intercontinental Championship, I picked uh, Drew McIntyre over Guther. Okay. For Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar, I want Cody Rhodes to win this time around. Welcome, IPH. Because this is the third time. This is the third time in a row that these two are facing off against each other. Cody Rhodes and who? Brock Lesnar. Okay. And then Ronda, there's Ronda Rousey and Shane Baszler. I think Ronda Rousey's just she's gonna get her revenge. I picked her. And then for yeah, the uh, I'm like Bam Bam with that. I don't care for her. I just don't care Ronda for her. Rousey, really? Yeah, I don't like her. Maybe, Hi, Ralph. Maybe, how are you? Maybe I just don't like her. UFC or something? Well, I mean, I don't know. I think she came in to me like she can't. And I'm I'm just learning about wrestling. She kind of came in to wrestling like she's this big badass, and like she just was better than everybody all of a sudden. And, and to me, she didn't work her way up like everybody else kind of does. She just kind of was in there. I don't know. I just don't, I just, there's something about her. I just don't, I don't like her. Yeah. Ronda Rousey. Rouser, the, Rousey. Is that Rousey, how you say yeah. Name? yeah. For the SummerSlam Battle Royale, all I, like, what I know, ne what I, what I know who's in it is uh, Sheamus and L.A. Knight, and I want L.A. Knight to win this because I want to see him at least win something in his career. Oh, okay. Hi, Jimmy. Because I feel like he he deserves, like, a championship at some point. Doing good. Yep. And then for Logan Paul versus Ricochet, I picked Ricochet to beat Logan Paul. I'm doing good. How are you? You you picked and Ricochet over Logan Paul? Yeah, Rick I picked Ricochet to beat Logan Paul. Okay. And then I don't know if Becky Lynch is gonna have a match at SummerSlam, but I picked her over Trish Stratus, and this is a rematch. Oh now Trish so Stratus is the older case. Trish Stratus. Hi Ellie. Trish Stratus is the older one that is that came yeah, back. Yeah, she's the whole I of like her. I like her. I like see now I like her for some reason. I like Trish. Yeah. Yep, and that's all the WWE. That's all the WWE that I have. Okay. 
Yes, that's yes. it from even um later on in the week like summer nothing so summer slam well, yeah, is tomorrow well, summer slam is tomorrow and then i'll pick up watching monday night raw and friday night smackdown next week okay all right oh mama bear says um um trish is canadian that's why probably <laughs> i do like her how do you like her all right so the basketball tournament and that is that that's that basketball tournament you well, were explaining it to me was... that league it's the basketball tournament league yeah where all the teams can play dollars yeah 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 that one um yesterday was the championship game i haven't watched that yet so i'm going to watch that later this afternoon and the games that I watched were Thank you, it was Ralph. the Louisville regional third round between the Ville, which was Louisville basketball, Louisville alumni players versus the gutter cat gang, which I never heard of before. I was going to say, who is that? The gutter cat gang beat the Ville 64 to 62. In the West Virginia regional game, heard that defeat defeated sideline cancer, seventy three to sixty four. And then, in the Syracuse regional third round match, I watched <clears throat> Bayheim's Army beat Blue Collar U, sixty nine to fifty four. And I wrote here, I've been becoming a fan of the basketball tournament, especially when the Elam ending comes into play. It makes it more engaging, especially when the target score is set in the fourth quarter. I'll usually now do do the math once once the fourth quarter begins to get an idea what the target score will be. I wish they played 10-minute quarters so that you could see a little bit more scoring throughout the game leading up to the Elam ending in the fourth quarter. I would implement the Elam ending in my version of rules for a basketball game. Of, of course, giving players a chance to get enough playing time with even number minute quarters, like eight and 10 minute quarters to implement this sort of thing. Nice, Aaron. Good job writing. That's pretty good. Good job. uh, Thank you. Now watch some WNBA basketball. How are the ladies doing? This was a game between the New York Liberty and the LA Sparks and the New York Liberty won 87 to 79. Gotcha. And I believe this Sunday, uh, the New York Liberty are playing against the Las Vegas Aces, and the Liberty and the Aces are the two best teams in the WNBA right now this season. Are they? Yeah, they have the best records in the league right now. Yep. I have a feeling that I think these two might meet in the finals. Who is your um, favorite WNBA player? right now yeah i would say sabrina inescu of the uh new york liberty all right because she's she actually uh set a wreck back at uh all-star weekend uh-huh she set uh she set the all-time record for a the highest score anyone has ever put up both the NBA and WNBA three-point competition in history. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I know. And she, I was, when I was watching her do it, I was like, how is she not missing? <laughs> like she just made, she made like at least like 10 in a row. And she was just like, oh my goodness. 
That's crazy. Yeah, she ended up winning the whole thing. Um, that same day of the basketball game, I watched uh, – Ralph wants to know if you think she can beat LeBron. Yeah, because you know what? He'll just flop around on the ground and pretend like he's hurt. So there. <laughs> she can beat him. He's a flopper. Well, oh. You have to remember LeBron is also the all-time leading scorer in NBA history oh, now. He's a big flopper. Although they passed a rule, they passed some rule. They made a rule now that there's a there's the flopping rule that they can't yeah, be you flopping can't around flop or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got to figure out something else to do. <laughs> so that same day of the basketball game, I watched I watched a base Sunday night baseball game. It was between the Baltimore Orioles and the New York Yankees, and the Orioles won nine to three. And the Orioles scored seven of their runs in the first inning alone. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was like seven nothing Orioles after the first inning, and they ended up winning nine to three. I I wanted I watched that game because I was like, dang, I need to catch up on some baseball. Because yeah, right now they are all the teams in Major League Baseball are they're fighting for a spot in the postseason right now. Uh-huh. So it's like you're getting the people at ESPN are like are updating you like what who's leading this division, who's leading this division and this division and who's in the C for a wild card spot. Nice. Yeah. But the but the good old Rockies aren't pushing real hard there. No, I wish. God, I know. They need to get some fire under their whatever that saying is. Then I watched the basketball, more of the basketball <laughs> tournament. These were quarterfinals. Okay. Nast, it was Nasty Natty versus Friday Beers. Nasty Natty is uh, alumni of, uh, of Cincinnati. University uh-huh. of Cincinnati. Friday Beers, I think they said it was like armored players or something. I have no idea. What Friday Beers? Like beers you beers. drink? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... <laughs> If you ever see these jerseys they they were wearing this year, they kind of remind me of the they they kind of remind me of Space Jam a little bit. It kind of looked oh, like really? Yeah, it was in that like Toon Squad like font on their jerseys and stuff. Mhm. These names. Yeah. They did That's advance that. to the semifinals with a win of 72 to 66 and then Bleed Green beat the Gutter Cats uh 72 to 61 and that was uh Lee Green is um, North Texas alumni players. And I believe in the championship that they're playing in the championship game for a million dollars against uh, Heartfire, which is which is coached by Alfonso Ellis, who works for ESPN. Oh, OK. So yeah. I know that name. Then I watched the Women's FIFA World Cup. So good. Well, news. Aaron, why don't you why don't you finish the basketball? Go down and finish the rest of the basketball tournament um, that you watched the next day, and then we'll go move on. Okay. So then uh, one quarter fi- one more quarterfinal I watched from the basketball tournament, Bayheim's Army. Mm-hmm. Beat, uh, I think actually, yeah, heard that beat Bayheim's Army 88 to 71. They advanced to the uh, semifinals. And then... Back on Wednesday, uh-huh. watched both the semifinal games. 
Heartfire won 73 to 68 in one semifinal. In the second final, second semifinal game, uh, Bleed Green defeated Friday Beers 68 to 65. So now it's going to be Team Heartfire and then Bleed Green for a chance at a million dollars. Bleed Green. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's the North, like I said, the North uh, Texas sure. alumni. Okay. Players. Okay. They bleed green. I okay. honestly like their uniforms because it's like a nice colored green. They're green. Yeah, the green <laughs> because they're the, green. The I just like nice. their uniforms. They're, they're I'll have nice. to know. I believe. No, I was just joking because the name green. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure they are. So I'm going to catch up later this afternoon watching the Million Dollar Championship game, see who wins. When is that? Oh, so that it ends today? Well, it ended yesterday. The reason why I recorded oh, you haven't I was watching watched the Hall of Fame game. Okay, gotcha. gotcha I was gotcha. watching the NFL okay. game, yeah. That's why. Okay. Right, sometimes so... if like if I want to watch one game, but if there's another game that I want to watch and it kind of interferes with like the time, I just record it and then watch it later. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So now you want to go over the FIFA Women's World um, Cup? Yeah, so good news. Even though they uh, played to a draw against Portugal, the United States advanced to the round of 16, and I believe they're playing Sweden on Sunday. I don't know. See what Are you hitting me? I have to – the round of – this is the knockout stage. Like, if you win, you go to the next round. If you lose, you're out. Ooh, Okay. Yeah. USA, USA. Mm -hmm. I know, I know. I know. So They've I'll have to see what time that uh, match against uh, Sweden is on uh, on Sunday. Yeah, hopefully it's not 1 o'clock in the morning. I know. That that 1 o'clock in the morning match was kind of ridiculous. No kidding, I, BP. <laughs> I mean, for me, I wouldn't stay up until 1 a.m. to watch a soccer match. Like No, because you'd fall asleep. Right, but you um, fall asleep like during was, it anyway. Like I was like talking to you one time, like since I like that uh soccer league from Europe and they broadcast their matches down here in the United States. Uh-huh. Like on the weekends, usually when I wake up in the morning, like on Saturday or so, like on Saturday and Sunday, they'll have a match uh broadcasted live at like eight or even nine in the morning, which is, which is great. Cause it, you'll just be like, you wake up and like, Oh, soccer's on great <laughs> thing in the morning. So you do, so you do, yeah. You don't have to like wait until like one or two in the afternoon to watch it. You know, you can just <laughs> eat breakfast and watch a little premier league soccer at the same time. There you go. I'm not, I'm, so, I'm not into sports like you are wake up and watch sports. So I'll leave that to you. Yeah, I mean, I watch. Depend. It's it depends on what day, like what sports are on that day, that I'll watch. You know, like the baseball yeah. or baseball or basketball or now it's going to be football season pretty quick. Pretty quick, yeah. I know mm, the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, Broncos. Have, we've been going driving past the training camp, and it's been packed, 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 packed. Watching them, so. I have some news about them. So the big three basketballs next on your list. Yep. So I ca I caught up back on week two of the of the season. 
and it was between uh, Three's Company and Killer Three's, and the Killer Three's have that like <laughs> that looked like that little B in their logo that you uh-huh. didn't you say you like that one? Yeah, of course, because I love bees. And then the other one was uh, Tri-State versus Power. So Killer Threes won their match 51 to 44, and then Tri-State won 52 to 32 over Power. I have weeks five and six of the big three season to catch up on, and I believe week seven is this is this weekend, I think. Okay. Yeah. And then course the hall of fame game was yesterday and i was going to say about broncos one of our broncos is getting inducted in the hall of fame demarcus Ware. oh he 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 sung the hall of fame he sung the national anthem at the hall of fame i honestly thought i honestly thought he did a great job singing the national anthem last night for that preseason game i didn't i was like wow that's DeMarcus he, he did I he did a, i think he did a great job and I'm happy he's going to the Hall of Fame, too. Yeah, me too. I think the others in the, I believe the others in the Hall of Fame class this year are uh, one guy named Zach Thomas, who spent his 10, all of his 10 plus years with the Cleveland Browns. He was a offensive lineman and he, he played like over 10,000 plus consecutive snaps in the NFL. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, there's, yeah. I'm a, I think, and also Jim, Bra- I think Jim Brown's going in. He was a, mm-hmm. he was a running back. I'm trying to remember who's in the class of 2023. Cause there's about nine guys going in. Okay. Yeah. And they usually play this hall of fame game at the, no, um, Jimmy said, no, sir. He's, he's Dallas Cowboys. He retired a Dallas Cowboy. Oh, well still, Still, what but, he's he's you're glad he's going in, but yeah, because yeah. he played for the Broncos. Yeah, um, Darrell Revis. Yeah, Darrell Revis is he's going in. He played for. I know he played for the Jets, but maybe the Patriots at one point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know he's going in. A coach, at, yeah, Joe Thomas. I said. Oh yeah, Zach Taylor. He was like a, I think a linebacker for the Miami Dolphins. Ron Rondi Barber, Barber. Rondi, Rondi Barber. Barber. He played for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Jarrell Revis, Joe Thomas, Zach Thomas, Demar, where um, Don Coryell, coach and contributor, Chuck Howley, so senior, Joe. Kelko senior. Um, that only shows eight. Let me see if it'll show all. How many did you say there? Oh, Kelly nine. Riley, Kelly Riley senior. So nine, that's uh, nine guys in are going into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That's that's in everybody. And Sher- ceremony is this weekend. Yeah. Um. Now, <laughs> so the Hall of Fame, all it is, is a big old, big old brass picture of your scully dundrum in a in a glass thing that's all that that is well they should like they showed the <laughs> pictures of like the process of it like yeah. they shape it with like some kind of i would imagine it's like some kind of clay or something 
yeah they had, to, they had to use like some measurements to make sure they got the nose right the right but it's just facial a, features correct that's all the museum is to, <laughs> that's boring to be able to because i would be bored <laughs> Sorry. Actually, actually, I like to, I like to point out that the museum has more than that. Actually, the museum actually shows um, all their accomplishments, any records that they have, and it actually has little video clips of okay. each player doing their okay. records and stuff like that. And there's okay. like actually has their stories too. They're like their life stories. So it's all right, cool. good. It's just not their, just not a statue of a head. That's yeah. It's, it's called it's called a bronze bust. That's what okay. the statues are called. All right. So then it has more. It has videos and different things like that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how boring. You just walk through and see all these heads. There's nothing else there. There's got to be Aren't more to it than that. The, uh, Hall of Fame as yes, well? there's there's artifacts. They have their jerseys, like their championship worn jerseys. Some of them donate them to the museum. Or they have like the football, like the last touch they oh, cool. catch, stuff like that. That's it. Now that's interesting. I I would see yeah. that. But when they were showing pictures of it, like people walking through, it just was like layers and layers and layers of heads. And, and I'm that's not going to lie. Showed. That sounds creepy, though. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Why? So thank you for explaining that because it sounds a little, bit, a little bit more to it than just a statue of the, the head. So nice. All right. Yeah. So that would be interesting yeah. then. It'd be worth the money than just seeing that. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. I mean, like, there's so much into it. And they even have like, uh, like video game simulators where you can simulate you being a referee making calls or you uh, um, okay playing the game itself like the Madden they have stations where there's Madden set up for y'all to play and stuff it's really cool they do oh, all kinds okay. of events there every so often oh, nice. especially like right before like the Super Bowl and stuff like that okay I believe there's a <laughs> exhibit there BP <laughs> says Hall of Fame for Sunday Night Football there's mm, one yeah yeah, it's a it's like a it's like a small little exhibit for Sunday night football for like the NBC Sunday night football. Okay, okay. What bodies yeah. are under the podium? The body. <laughs> and sadly, sadly the Hank Williams Jr. theme song for Sunday night football is not featured in the museum. What the heck? Uh, it's, I think the very the first Carrie Underwood, right? Yes, because the reason why is because Hank Williams Jr. was complaining about uh, his contract with them. And I don't know if you remember this, Dina Joe, but like a few years ago, um, the reason why they changed it from him to Carrie Underwood wasn't because they wanted to really update. It was because Hank Jr. uh, wanted he he wanted more money. I mean, which I don't blame him. I mean, they were kind of not paying. Yeah. Yeah, because he was up there saying yeah, and, and like he, they didn't really pay him. I, I didn't think it was a fair share. I thought they should have given him more because he was practically introducing every single Monday night football game and they let him yeah. do special appearances during the game, some games. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just to, to me, just, the, his contract seemed a little weird. I was like, mm, I think he should have got more money for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, should have. Yes, Yancey. Monday night football theme for sure. Hank Jr. was Monday night football for yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he also got booted over simple stuff um, with Obama. Yeah, that's true, Fox Nancy. News. See, that's that's well, kind of crap. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there's some stuff that I agreed with Obama, and there's some stuff that I disagreed with, and well, I, like I don't I don't get why people I, I don't get why people 
uh, are hard on celebrities. And so we all have our opinions. I think everybody just has to understand where they're coming from mm-hmm. and not be so judgmental. Yeah, it's just because they're they're in the limelight and people look yeah. up to them, which they shouldn't in the first place. They're just human beings like we are. They just make more money than we do. <laughs> and so, you know. They should just look at them as inspiration to be as good as them or better, mm-hmm. not like mm-hmm. idolize them like gods or exactly. something that they're not. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you, Jimmy, for explaining yeah. that there is more to the Hall of Fame than just a bunch of brass heads. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, Aaron. You want to go on with your list, bud? Uh, that's all that I have for this week. Oh, yeah, you did. Well, that I don't know if y'all covered, covered this, but uh, Logan Paul's brother, Jake Paul, is actually fighting Nate Diaz Saturday, the same time as SummerSlam. So that's fighting, interesting. Fighting, like fighting. He's a yeah, fighter. Boxing Nate Diaz, yeah. Okay. I'm not, now I'm not a fan of I don't usually watch boxing. I don't really watch that kind of stuff. Now, wasn't he a boxer before he went into wrestling? Or was the pictures does his look just like Nate him? Well, Nate Nate Diaz is a former UFC fighter. He was in the UFC or, uh-huh. or MMA. Uh he does have background in boxing though. So okay. he's a an over he's a overall you know very well-rounded fighter and that's why i believe that i don't think jake paul is going to win that fight at all mm-hmm. gotcha gotcha all right aaron well we brought with since you're done we'll just do i have some broncos news and then you, it'll probably come to your mind too and then you'll be able to talk about okay. it we know that jonas griffith um suffered a torn left acl in practice um, so they're looking for new people to, um, what is, is he, um, the linebacker? Yeah. Jonas Griffiths and they're, and they'd signed Austin Ejaki. Is that, do you know who he is? I have no idea who he is. Okay. Well, that's who they signed. The Broncos of, have Austin Eckler and he's a running back for the chargers. I don't think that's how, no, no, no. I don't say, yeah, think that's how you say his, his last name is a J I a K E. Um, he came and tried out for the team at minicamp in June, and um, they didn't take him. And now they um, they just signed him to to replace um, Jonas Griffith. Okay. And then um, we have um, uh, who was the other one that got hurt? Somebody else tore Tim here's, Patrick. Here's Tim Patrick tore his um, Achilles. Yeah, Achilles. Yeah, and he's going to be out for the season. Ugh, and um, that was at practice too, huh? Yeah. Um, and then there's some new um NFL rules for the season that are happening. See, I was talking about this with. Oh Lewis. yeah. He, he said, what rule? He was talking to me about uh, they could implement the uh, kickoff return. Yeah, it says the league. It the, the league does. Yeah, the league will also have a flexible Thursday night football scheduling this season, and receiving teams will now get the ball at their own 25-yard line following a fair catch at kickoff. Um, Teams um, will be allowed to have a jersey with the number zero, um, allowing teams to carry an emergency third quarterback without using a game day roster spot for a QB. Um, does that make sense? 
Yeah. Absolutely I, not. Like not to me. <laughs> <Don't look. laughs> me neither. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, I have no I'm like, what? I thought teams were always allowed to have three quarterbacks. So you had the main quarterback and two backup quarterbacks. Yeah. Allowing teams to carry an emergency third quarterback without using a game day roster spot. I, yeah, I don't know what that means, but oh, okay, I get <laughs> it. So they can have the quarterback, but he doesn't have to be on their roster list. He's just there for uh, extreme emergencies. I guess so. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. and then the, that Isn't flexible that like line, then the third line. In hockey too? Uh, yes, actually, there's a rule in hockey that if uh, of of all the emergency players or backup players are missing, the coach can suit up and go in and play as a member of the team. Oh, really? The, on, the only sport that allows the coach to go in and suit up, and that still hasn't changed since that was put into the rules of hockey. That's oh. pretty funny. That's pretty funny. It kind of makes sense, though, because he is part of the team. Yeah, and then the coach will have to explain the sweat the sweat stains on his suit the next day. <laughs> right, sure, and the blade. I'm sure he... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nancy just sent me a Fruity Pebbles weekend craving cheesecake. Oh my gosh! And I have. Oh my some fruity god, crust. that sounds amazing. A, I know it's a cheesecake, and the crust and every the crust is made of um, fruity pebbles, and then you see fruity pebbles throughout the cheesecake part of it, and then sprinkled on top. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna. Is post that a that recipe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll post it on oh, the wow. Dina Joe Facebook um, page. Um, for I'll have to look you up, Dina Joe Facebook, so I can get that. Yeah, the Dina Joe Facebook um, page, um, and uh, you'll be able to so see I do. that. What do I type amazing. in? The so what do I type Dina, in on Facebook? The Dina Joe podcast and on, fa- okay. on Facebook, and it should come up. Okay. And it, yeah, and I'll post that later on today. Um, it looks amazing. Um, thank you, Yancy. That and it looks pretty easy too. It looks like one of those easy ones that you can make. Um, so it yeah, like that's something most... the cheesecake factory would have at their place. Well, the, the Dina Joe <laughs> Ramirez cheesecake no, factory is going to have. Saying, like, this is something the cheesecake factory would have. <laughs> it looks delicious, and it's funny because um, it Bam Bam and sent me whatever it is. Yeah, he sent me um, the berry uh, pebbles, and I was sprinkling, hi, Mike, on top of um, vanilla and strawberry ice cream. I was sprinkling it on top of that, and it was so good. So I have some left over. You know what's funny about the ice cream? Like, I've been saying the phrase okie-dokie a lot, and and I keep 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 thinking to myself, like, dang, if I keep saying this, I need to go back to Trader Joe's and try their okie-dokie ice cream. Oh, I didn't know they had okie-dokie ice cream. No kidding. This is Trader Joe's, like, not that far from from my house, Uh, so I should probably go there and try it. It has some yummy stuff. And yeah, they have some good stuff. And now BP just sent me one. Caramel apple top cheesecake. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Yum, 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 yum. All right, you guys. It's almost music time. So um, thank you so much, Aaron and Jimmy, for coming on. And it yeah, was no cheering. I'm like, why is it not cheering? <laughs> thank you, guys. I appreciate that. All your help is um great and appreciated so um now we're gonna get into uh, the music for the day 
Um, how you doing, Mike? Did you just get off work? Hey, Mr. A. Actually, Aaron's music, but whatever. We're going to start. Um, um, these are some alternative hits. I'm continuing with that list I had last week. Some of them I've never heard of before, but we're just going to go through it and do it, you guys. Next week, remember, Monday will be double play. Two songs by each artist. I don't know who, but whomever. Um, Wednesday is going to be now the soundtrack for movies, and we're starting with Shadow. And um, Fridays will always be up dance alternative kind of stuff so that is where close some of that um closing all this Bronco stuff out oh and um another thing we're gonna have the joke of the day because it was delivered to my to my inbox so here is the where is it well okay where do you learn to make ice cream everybody where do you learn to make ice cream? Anybody know this one? Come on. At Sunday school. <laughs> That's funny. I got that one. <laughs> I love it. There you go. Sunday school. All right. So first song on the list today for alternative hits is going to be um, Dial Drunk. Um, I, I, didn't hear this. And after I wrote it up, I heard it I, like two days ago, finally heard it on the radio. And this is by Noah Kahan. Um, in this raw and introspective narrative, Noah Kahan finds himself in a dire situation. Having just been arrested for driving and desperately needing help, struggling with his own demons and breaking a promise, he dials his ex's phone number, which he knows will go unanswered. From the very beginning of the song, the tone is set as on the irony of remembering his promise not to contact his ex yet um, succumbing to the allure of the past while under the influence of alcohol. Post Malone, um, uh, let's see, what does it say here? Noah, um, Noah can um, teamed up with Post Malone for new version of Drunk Dial, which was released on um, July 18th, 2023. The collaboration happened after Malone told um can he wanted to not only sing on it but write his own verse um i have been listening to post malone since white iverson dropped even covering congratulations right when my career was beginning says can i feel like i've come furl circle so here's noah can with dial drunk and it's explicit the deal with it <laughs> Could be dangerous, BP. Could be dangerous. Ability. 
Now, like I said, I, I just heard this, and I think it was on one of the like the folky panels. It's good. Because some of the radio stations, I hate it. They just play the same. Like, you start at 8 o'clock in the morning, and then by 12, they're playing the same music over again. Oh, for real. My One of my radio yes. stations, they play the same five songs literally over and over and over. Yeah. It's just so they yeah, put just, it in different order. Yeah, I just... <laughs> I flip around to all different kinds of channels. So I think that's how I heard this guy. So I think it's good. Different. Um, I like it. It's nice. No, I can. It is different. Yeah. It's good. It's, to me, it's like you'd be in the car driving somewhere on a road trip. Right. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's a good road trip song. <laughs> yeah. Dial drunk. No kind. All right. We're going to move on. Just remember, folks, it's okay song. to dial drunk, but not drive drunk. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. All right, the next song I have um, is Almost Monday, and the song is Life Goes By. Um, let's see, California-based indie pop band Almost Monday released their new single, Life Goes By. Pulling from surf, rock, and indie influences, Life Goes By is a quintessential summer track. Light and airy guitars and lead singer Dawson Doughtree's vocals all intertwined to a perfectly capturing the feeling of soaking up the sun on an easy laid back summer day. Gosh, the way they describe these things just crack me up. The vibrant accompanying music video depicts just that with the trio surfing, performing on the beach and swimming in the ocean and more. Overall, Life Goes By portrays the bittersweet realization that time keeps moving, opportunities and experiences are fleeting, and the need for balance between responsibility and finding moments of joy and connection. It encourages the listener to reflect upon their own journey, appreciate the present, and prioritize what truly brings them fulfillment and happiness. I like that. Here's Almost Monday, Life Goes By. Hey, Dina, I'm going to have to go real quick. Okay. Have a good day, Jimmy. Exactly. I know. Almost Monday, life goes by. I'm going to cut that short because I'm going to play a little bust here. And let me see. Do I have an album for them? It just says Almost Monday, life goes by. That's the album. We're going to swap that one. And we're going to play a little um, 
rancid. The song is Salvation. Hopefully it's, oh, let me unmute it. Uh, excuse me, sir. We're looking for these two men. Have you seen them? Thank you, Bear. Thank you, Jimmy. Hello, beautiful inside and out. Welcome. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, BP. This guy has a pony, um, pointy mohawk. And when we were out last week, we saw this guy, and I haven't seen a mohawk, gosh, since the 80s in California. It was about. I don't, it was huge. This mohawk was huge. And then it was spray painted. It was spray painted. It had like something written in it. And they said that his wife does it. And so he was kind of advertising for his wife. It was cool. The punk rockers on the Vespas. I love it. Here they come. Watch out. They're on their Vespas. Oh, I remember. I know. <laughs> exactly, Billy D. You're right. All right, that's rancid salvation. There you go, bam, bam. Have fun at the water park. <laughs> All right, back to my list. We're gonna go. Um, this is lovely. The band in um, one of their newer songs. It's been out for a while. It's called Sail Away. Nice guys. Aaron and I had the opportunity to meet them at one of those free concerts, and we won. I can't remember what he did. I don't remember if he went and sung or we did something, and we went back. We get to go backstage and um, meet these guys. They were they were nice. The um, about the song, the song "Sail Away" by Lovely Van is about the desire to escape negative thoughts and feelings and find a place of peace and happiness. Isn't that what we're looking for? The lyrics express the need to leave behind the mistakes and regrets of the past and start anew. The song suggests that the narrator has been struggling with self doubt and anxiety. Uh, 
I lost my place. And it looks <laughs> looking for a way to break free from the negative thoughts and feelings. The chorus, sometimes I really want to sail away, leave all those things I did in yesterday, highlights the theme of escape and emphasizes the need to move on from the past mistakes. Hey, we were talking about that earlier. So here is Lovely the Band with Sail Away. The whistling song. For sure, huh? Let me look at that one. Stability brought this up. We'll play a little bit of it. Punch stop running on the treadmill every single day if you're trying right. to lose weight. Stop treading on the treadmill. Yeah. Uh huh. Definitely not intense exercise. No, it's taking this little pill. Exactly. Come on. He has a very high pitched voice. You can't mistake his voice at all.
All right, that is a little bit of come sail away by sticks. Sounds like uh, y'all like sticks better than uh, lovely the band. <laughs> We're going to move on um, to the next alternative band on the list. Um, these guys, uh, the Gas Light Anthem. It's featuring Bruce Springsteen. Um, the song is called History Books. Uh, the Gas Light Anthem entered an indefinite hiatus in 2015. I have no idea who they are. Over the time, the band's leader, songwriter, and guitarist, Brian Fallon, began to soften on the idea of reviving the band with the initial decisions to do so tracing back to shortly after recording concluded for the 2020 solo album local honey and the COVID 19 pandemic further influenced his decision to revive the band i think time and getting locked down and not being able to go out and then seeing different things happen like the foo fighters losing um taylor hawkins you consider all of this is temporary and you've got to enjoy it while you can um, Springsteen encouraged him, suggesting that Fallon um, should write a um, duet for the two of them to sing on a perspective project with the band. Fallon's experience with therapy and medication influenced the album's directions and themes. Um, he highlighted Positive Change, the first song he wrote for the record, as a message of joy to ourselves and to our audience about looking at things you've come through and feeling like you want to go ahead with an open heart towards the future, believing that the best years are not behind um, any of us and that the good we have is worth something. So here they are, Gaslight Anthem, featuring Bruce Springsteen. Um, the song is History Books. What's that you say? I knew you went. Hi, Hoff. How are ya? you? Don't I hope you're well. Thank you, Ralph. I know, Jimmy, I couldn't play the whole thing. Welcome T C K X Y C J S. The Gaslight Anthem? Yeah. 
Yeah, me neither. I've heard of Bruce Springsteen. Don't much care for him. <laughs> that is um, the song History Books, um, the Gaslight Anthem featuring Bruce Springsteen off the album History Books. All right, we're going to move on. Um, yeah, I'm a lot of these. Uh, to the band um, Dirty Heads. The song Rescue Me by Dirty Heads appears to be an ode to California and the healing power it holds for the narrator. Um, the lyrics deliver on the state of mind where the narrator finds solace and tranquility in the California lifestyle, particularly through the sun, sea, and overall atmosphere. Sounds like just the other one I played. The chorus, California, rescue me. I've been so low. I've been so weak. It's so, it took long since I've been at peace, expresses the need for a rejuvenating escape from the narrator's current emotional state. Um, they yearn for California to lift them out of their despair and bring them back to a place of inner peace. All right. Well, here they are. Dirty heads with rescue me. I guess I have a lot of these. I have never heard it. California, rescue me. That just totally reminded me of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, though. That one song, um, To that uh, fruity pebbles cheesecake, by the way. Um, yeah, that's dirty heads. Rescue me. Mm. Yeah, I'm surprised that. Oh, what happened there? I'm surprised that red hot chili peppers haven't been like, hey, now wait a second. The next song is Hosier. Um, the song is D Shelby. Um, D Shelby Part Two um, is exactly what it's called. Um, is the third single and sequel to the opening track of Hoysier's third studio album, Unreal Unearth. Penned during the dark against again COVID pandemic, Hoysier found solace in Dan T. L. Oh, we butcher names, man. I'll put it in the chat. Epic work, Inferno. He drew inspiration from the 14th century poem, Nine um, Circles of Hell, to shape the album. Uh, let me copy this last name. 
Let's see, I can put it in there. In the letters to his fan, Hosier states that D. Shelby parts one and two are the peace sequels before the descent from the circles that follow. Um, D. Shelby part two explores the themes of self-destruction, longing for escape, and the complexity of the individuality within the relationship. It reflects the um, protagonist's desire to transcend their own existence and find solace in losing themselves alongside another person. Holy moly. Here's Hosier with D. Shelby, part two. I do like the beat of his stuff though. Hey Rottweiler, how are you? It's very sexy sounding to me. I don't know why. It just has that kind of move to it. <laughs> You're right, Mike. Poor California, man. Hi, D. How are you? I hope you're well. is D Shelby part two Hoisier album Unreal Unearth 2023. Of all of them so far, I like this one the best. I just like the beat, everything about it I like. It's my favorite so far. All right, next um, for newer songs, it's actually a cover, um, Joe Jackson cover, I'm the Man, and it's done by Silver Sun Pickups. Um, gosh, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Album from the Lincoln Lawyer on um, Netflix. So I guess it's part of a show, I'm guessing. I don't know. Don't watch Netflix. Silverstone Pickups has a new cover out in the world today, their version of Joe Jackson's I'm the Man, with the band um, rec recorded for the second season uh, yeah, of the Netflix show, The Lincoln Lawyer. The cover was previewed in the trailer for the show a couple weeks ago, and now it's out in full. 
um, as a whole, Silver Sun Pickups version of I'm the Man is lovely by how the guitar and drum play bring a sense of excitement while the vocal performance sizzles in your ears with great harmony. Oh my God, let's just listen to it. Here they are, Silver Sun Pickups, I'm the Man. I hope you're well. I hear you're under smoke again. Oh man, be safe, my friend. Thank you, Billy D. So that is um, their cover of Joe Jackson, I'm the Man, Silver Sun Pickups off the album for Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix. All right, so these next guys, I like them. Uh, Manskin, the song is The Loneliest. Um, this is the first song I ever heard from them that I really like. They're from Italy. The Loneliest is the rock ballad set during the last night. Manskin sings. Um, Demonio David spends with his lure. The reason for his leaving is unclear. Maybe she's moving somewhere far away, but David is heartbroken by their split. The Italian glam rockers said that this sad breakup anthem, The Loneliest, has a strong emotional charge, being a cross between a love letter, a farewell, and a will. <laughs> okay, that's what you would say to people you love when something good ends. Um, they are important. The they are important lyrics for us. They express a message of universal love. The song debuted at number one in Italy, giving Mansclean their second chart topper following Tor. It's in it's in Italian, Torna El Casa in 2018. Here they are with the loneliest. Hi, radio realist. Thank you. 
The Loneliest, Man Skin Off the Album, Rush, 2022. Sing it! All right, I do love that song. All right, we're going to move on um, to a little beach weather with the song um, Unlovable. Um, it says explicit, so cover your ears if you have angel ears. A little bit about the song, Beach Weather, Unveil, a new version of their Okay, this is another one that's done by, some, I did not write this, a version of their puzzling single, Unlovable, featuring Pale Waves via Art, Artista. Um, Beach Weather's Sean Silverman commented, we're absolutely thrilled to have Heather Baron Gracie featured um, from pale waves on unlovable her voice is so distinct and heavenly we love the idea of having a contrast vocal to put a different perspective on unlovable from the minute we started tracking with her everything felt elevated she really helps lift the chorus and we absolutely love her um, take on the second verse. Overall, unlovable conveys the internal struggles and negative self-perspective of the speaker. It explores the longing for love and acceptance, um, simultaneously acknowledging the impact of one's own insecurities and the difficulty of overcoming them. Um, here they are, Beach Weather featuring Pale Waves with Unlovable. Thank you. 
Thank you, Billy D. <laughs> yes, Billy D. Another summer anthem. <laughs> Welcome back, Mr. A. <laughs> Mr. A, by the way. Holy heck, I saw. <laughs> I saw your little midget, guys. You have me following on TikTok. Oh, my God. Wrestlers, I should say. I should say wrestling. <laughs> If that's what you call it. <laughs> and there was a big old moon coming out under that was terrible. All I saw was this big old naked butt, and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so that is like the third um, uh, summer anthem we've had on this list today, Unlovable by Beach Weather, um, featuring Pale Waves off the album Pineapple Sunrise. Unlovable. Yeah, the next couple ones, they all say explicit. So put on your angel ear cuffs or whatever you want to say. This next one, Vampire, um, Olivia Rodrigo. Um, Vampire is a haunting piano packed lament that delves into the depths of a toxic relationship. <sighs> Goodness gracious. I guess you have to be like really into words to, to talk about these songs, um, to describe them. It's so funny. In this semi-gothic pop rocker, Olivia Rodrigo recounts the tale of a friend or slash boyfriend, you can put it either way, who manipulated her, feeds her lies, and leeches onto her for fame. Rodrigo compares her friend slash ex-lover to a vampire, a creature that thrives on the sucking of life force out of others. In this case, he took um, and what he takes from her, leaving her emotionally depleted while offering nothing in return but empty promises. Holy hell, freaking understandable. Here we go. Um, Olivia Rodrigo, Vampire. It's a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> it's like the government, yes. A lot of things. Satisfaction asking how you're doing now. How's the castle built of people you pretend to care about? Just what you are. Look at you, cool guy, you got it. It sees the parties and the diamonds. Sometimes when I close my eyes, extends my torture. You sold to some forbidden paradise. I loved you truly. You gotta laugh at the stupidity. Cause I've made some real big mistakes But you made the worst one look fine I should have known it was strange You only come out at night I reached for them I was smart 
Every girl I ever talked to told me you were bad, bad news. You called them crazy. God, I hate the way I call them crazy too. You're so convincing. A DUI without friendship. Oh, mesmerizing, paralyzing, fucked up little thrill. Can't figure out just how you do it. And God knows I never will. Your age no better. I've made some real big mistakes. She makes the moment was strange. You only come out in my eyes to be my whisper. You made me so so naive. That is Olivia Rodrigo with Vampire off the album Guts. <laughs> Guts. All right, I think we have, um, what am I going to play next? I think it's going to be 30 Seconds to Mars. Um, Get Up Kid um, is the song. Um, there was not a whole lot song it just says it's a motivational song about the ups and downs in life um and the bond between two siblings um it got me thinking about two things sometimes life is easy sometimes it's not Geraletto wrote in the social media adding an image of uh, them both him and his brother um it talked about um him and his brother shannon faced early challenges when their parents divorced um but their mother a hippie spirited fueled um artist their artistic passions um tragic uh tragedy struck when their father remarried and took um his life leaving them to rely on each other more um so life's journey might not always unfold as planned but there is always explored avenues to conquer symbolized by the line but life's around the band that is what jared let us said here he is in 30 seconds to mars get up kid thank you mike riley thank you billy d had to be there, couldn't call the spills of New Year. Don't just think about the song. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Radio Parlas. Appreciate you. Thank you, Mike.
seconds to mars off the album it's the end of the world but it's a beautiful day in 2023 all right we'll just play that out have a good rest of your day talk to you later all right, guys, I'm going to um, stop it there and leave you, not the creepy laugh, leave you like I always leave you. Be the reason somebody smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. And if nobody's told you lately, you are so appreciated and loved, and you really are. Have a great rest of your day, week. Um, be careful out there and watch your back and watch other people's too. Be there for people you love and um, support. I love you guys. Bye, Bam Bam. Bye, Haney. Ryan, Lunalina, Mike, Radio Parlesque, Rottweiler, Billy D. Um, let's see, Jose, Daddy Hoth. Um, Ralph Williams, BP, Bam Bam. I love you guys. Have a great rest of your day. See you around Podbean. Bye.